What's good, everybody? This is the All Things Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Vic Lopez, as always. This is... I'm still sick, by the way. So, uh, second pod in a row for today. This one had to be posted. And as I record this, this is going to be obviously about all of the... Well, not all, but most of the important trades that really stood out to me. Um, just obviously I'm going through the trade tracker on ESPN.com because it's just the cleanest way to kind of see all these trades. I'm going to go through a lot of the ones that I found important. And obviously, you know, this, this is a crazy day. And dare I say, I told you so to you guys on a couple of pods ago when I said this trade deadline is very quiet, right? The waters are very calm. And I was telling you guys, I think that something big is happening. Obviously, shortly after that pod was dropped, uh, Kyrie gets traded. And I said that it does. And I did re- release another pod after that, saying that I that I thought that there was still going to be some big moves being made. And surely enough, here we are. Uh, crazy, crazy dra- I mean, trade day. I mean, it was... I'm looking at this list right now, right? So... Lakers trade Westbrook, right? This is a three-team deal, okay? So you guys already know, but I'm going to read this out to you guys. So the Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt, okay? Minnesota Timberwolves get Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, three second-round picks, right? Uh, you get the Utah Jazz in this in this deal as well. The Utah Jazz end up with their mortal enemy, Russell Westbrook, right? Who had that, like, altercation with the fans, we know that's probably not going to last because uh, most likely what we're hearing is that he's going to get bought out um, and that he's just going to end up on another team. And I'll get into that in a little bit. So they get they also get Juan Toscano Anderson. They get uh, Damian Jones and the 2027 first round pick. So this is I'm going to say this is a W trade for, you know, the Jazz will get a pick for taking in Russ. Uh, they get Juan Toscano Anderson and Damian Jones. I don't know what they're going to do with these guys, right? Uh, Russell Westbrook, most likely, like I said, he's just going to get bought out. What I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is that the Clippers are interested in getting Westbrook. So if he gets bought out, the Clippers will likely uh, sign Russ. Uh, and that's going to be interesting because he's going to go to the quote-unquote rival team, which is the Clippers. I don't consider the Clippers a true rival for the Lakers. Um, yes, they're also in L.A., but it's like, you know, success for success, like championships for championships you can't even make that argument um you know yeah you know they both rep LA but that was it hasn't even lived up to the true hype um but anyways so you know for the Lakers right D'Angelo Russell okay um he's in the last year of his deal so the Lakers will have the option uh the you know to well the Lakers will have to decide on you know if they're gonna pay him in the offseason um, or just pretty much, you know, let him go. Um, that's going to be pretty interesting to see where else that guy ends up because he's been all over the place. I will say this, though. Damn near close to 40% shooting from three. Lakers desperately need that, especially at the guard position. Uh, they also get Malik Beasley, streaky shooter, tough player, you know, good rotational guy, just another guy you can trust out there on the rotations. You get a forward like Jared Vanderbilt, tough guy, can play defense, can put some points on the board energy right this is what I'm seeing with this you know a little more youth a little more athleticism right the Lakers desperately needing energy right they need life and you know you need obviously guys that can spread the floor 
you know, these guys can somewhat do that. Uh, more so, you know, kind of, you know, D'Angelo Russell uh, being the better shooter out of these guys. But, you know, definitely going to be interesting to see him alongside LeBron. Um, definitely a guard that the Lakers could really use. Um, and they actually made another trade, which I'll go over in a little bit. All in all, this is a really good trade for the Lakers. I was very happy to see it. Um, it wasn't the only trade the Lakers made. I'll go over that in a little bit because I'm going kind of down the line. I do want to talk about this sleeper trade that I'm not really seeing people talk about a lot. Um, the New York Knicks, right? Uh, they traded Cam Reddish, who is basically never playing for them. And they don't, they, Tom Thibodeau just does not like Cam Reddish. Uh, another bad situation for Cam Reddish uh, in New York. Obviously, a coach just not playing him, not giving him the opportunities. Uh, whatever the case is, I'm definitely on Cam Reddish's side here. I feel like Cam Reddish... Uh, it's probably misunderstood. Um, he, he just needs a situation where he can get some more opportunity. I do believe in him. Uh, you know, nice little uh, good sized forward that can get buckets, you know, uh, really good college player. I mean, this guy, he is a certified bucket. Uh, at least in the college days. And I think that he's going to bring a lot to the Portland Trailblazers. So this is the trade, right? The Knicks get Josh Hart. That's a W move. Okay. Uh, and I'll get into that in a second. So the Trailblazers get Cam Reddish. They get uh, Ryan Archdiacono, which they didn't even know who he was. And they get Svi Mikhailu, which is another shooter. You know, he was on the Lakers for a short time. Uh, 2023 lottery protected first round pick so uh New York Knicks gave up some things that you know some guys that they don't even use right they gave up guys they don't even use so uh to me when you give up players that aren't even in your rotation and you get someone back that's going to be a key piece to your rotation it's a W move the Knicks fans should be really happy about this trade you know Josh Hart tough playing guard two-way player he can shoot threes he can attack the basket he doesn't play outside of himself he knows his role Right. This is a guy that, you know, big uh, key piece to a rotation. Right. You need depth at guard. Josh Hart can either start on your team and, and be very productive or he can come off the bench and be a very reliable guard. So this is a great move for the Knicks. I really like it. I think it's it's not talked about much um, and understandably so, because obviously it comes on a big wave of trades. Right. Uh, Toronto Raptors, uh, you know, they give up Kem Birch, a 2024 first round pick. Two second round picks uh, to get Jakob Pertl. Um, you know, it is what it is. I don't really, uh, you know, he, he goes back to the Raptors, right? Kind of a wacky trade there. I don't know. Um, I guess it helps them size wise. But um, so, you know, this is the big trade, right? This is the biggest trade of the day, of the deadline, of everything. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Phoenix Suns, they trade Mikhail Bridges, love him, Cameron Johnson. Good, good young player. Jay Crowder, finally, right? I was right about that one. I told you they were going to get rid of him, uh, you know, for sure. They weren't just going to keep him on the bench. I mean, I think that one was obvious. Uh, four first-round picks in a 2028 pick swap, right? That's what the Nets get, right? The Nets got all those things, and the Nets gave away Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. So the Phoenix Suns lose a little bit of depth, but they get superstar uh, slot <laughs> fit into their rotation, right? So Kevin Durant immediately makes this team a serious contender back to the beginning, right? So this team went from one of the best in the West to lock-in contender to, okay, this team is not good. They're terrible. Maybe they should blow it up. You heard about Chris Paul being offered in a Kyrie trade. I thought that was going to kind of affect the Suns in a certain way. And then now we have this, 
right? Chris Paul, we have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. These guys even kept Torrey Craig in this deal. So, you know, this is a team that's going to have the superstar in KD. They have a star in Devin Booker. They have, I wouldn't say, a, I guess... CP3 will have his star moments. Um, he, he's been a shell of himself, but now the responsibility for Chris Paul is going to be a lot less than before, right? He's got two guys that can generate buckets for themselves. Chris Paul just has to set the table for the team, right? Um, I do have questions about the team defensively, you know, because you give up Cam Johnson, you give up... Uh, Jay Crowder wasn't playing, but you give up Mikhail Bridges. That's probably was their best defender. And, uh, you know, that could hurt them, you know, depth-wise. They do get TJ Warren, Right. So they so they get a couple of forwards. Right. They have Durant and TJ Warren. So, you know, TJ Warren, bucket getter, plays tough, uh, good energy guy. I like this trade for the Suns. It definitely puts them back to a heavy threat for a title, um, makes the West super interesting. And I just want to say this, um, you know, the whole Kyrie and Kevin Durant thing, it really made things hard for the Western Conference. Now you have Kyrie in the with Luka on the Mavericks. Now you have KD on the Suns. It just made two different teams much better than they were, right? Even though I said that, I, I do think that the Mavs will be better in the regular season. I think there's going to be problems in the playoffs when the defense is more necessary. Uh, but it just it does make the, the team better offensively. But anyways, moving on. So this was an interesting trade. The Celtics traded um, Justin Jackson, who literally rides the bench. Uh, I actually really like Justin Jackson. I just think that the team is so deep that they just can't find a place to put him. Uh, they also traded two second-round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So OKC stockpiling some picks, getting Justin Jackson. I don't know if he's going to be a part of their rotation. I certainly hope so. I think he's a valuable role player. I do think he is. Um, the Celtics get Mike Muscala, right, center. Uh, you know, guy that's going to stretch the floor. This guy, I think he shoots 40% from three. So elite three-point shooter. Definitely adds some depth to this team, some height, right, some length um, and shooting, right? They, they, they definitely, not that they need shooting desperately, but you can always do with a center that can shoot threes. Uh, and that's what they got with Mike Muscala. Uh, Denver Nuggets and Lakers trade. That's what I see next here. So the Lakers, they get Devon Reed and three second round picks, right, uh, for Thomas Bryant. They send him to the Denver Nuggets. And interesting, right? I don't know much about Devon Reed, so I don't want to act like I do. I do see that I saw the three second round picks and I thought to myself, I was like, okay, likely these three second round picks are probably going to be involved in some type of trade. Uh, but no, you know, they stayed put after that uh, in terms of, of these picks. Um, the Lakers do make one more trade, though. Um, how do I feel about this trade? I don't know. I feel like this is just building in for, for future compensation, whether it's to make it on a, for, a, for a trade on draft night or a trade next season. Who knows, right? Um, this was a pretty big trade that I saw. This is uh, the Trailblazers, right? Obviously, they trade for Matisse Thibel. This was a three-team trade with the Sixers and the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Trailblazers get Matisse Thibel. The Sixers get Jalen McDaniels, two second-round picks. The Charlotte Hornets get Sfi Makailu, uh, which I talked about earlier, and two second-round picks. So they get a shooter, and they get some draft compensation. The Sixers get Jalen McDaniels, right, and two second-round picks. So nice little future couple of future assets right the picks and then a current win now player in Jalen McDaniels they weren't even really using Matisse Thibel I think that you know the team is banking on getting a guy they can actually you know I guess that Doc Rivers trusts right I personally like Matisse Thibel I like that he is a strong defender he's obviously developing the jumper hasn't been a thing lately but 
Matisse Thybul is a very special and unique defensive player. The Trailblazers and Chauncey Billups definitely value defense, and I can totally see why they made this trade. Um, I do want to move on to another one here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So Jay Crowder, right? Obviously, he gets traded again, right? The Brooklyn Nets, right? They got two second round picks, which are, I believe, from the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks also traded George Hill and Serge Ibaka. Um, I think uh, Nora also was traded. Yes, he was. Three second round picks for the Indiana Pacers. So let me just rewind that. So the Pacers get George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan Nuora and three second round picks. The Brooklyn Nets end up with two second round picks. So the Milwaukee Bucks gave up five total picks to get Jay Crowder. But, you know, it sounds like a lot. And I did post about it on my personal Instagram. I said, man, five second rounders for Jay Crowder who hasn't even played. That is a gamble. Uh, and it's a gamble that if you're the Bucks, you're willing to take because you're in win now mode. You have Giannis. Your team is going to be good for a long time. So you're not concerned about draft compensation. You are concerned about winning right now, and that is what I see with this trade, right? Jay Crowder, defensive-minded, can shoot threes. He can score for himself, obviously. Um, he has played in a ton of important games. He's a vet. Definitely a guy that can be in that Grayson Allen slot, right? Or, or wherever they need that guard slot, that wing slot that they so desperately need defense on because Grayson Allen is a traffic cone. Javon Carter, not a good defender, and these guys get blown by all the time and Jay Crowder solidifies that at least from what he has done before right we don't we haven't really seen him so you know this is a small gamble for the Bucks but I think it's a smart one for them a lot of teams wanted Jay Crowder I'm surprised to see the Milwaukee Bucks actually got him I think that's a great I think it's a great uh, addition to the team uh, the Clippers got Bones Highland from the Nuggets which I was surprised I knew that Bones Highland was on the trade block I didn't think that the Nuggets would would trade him uh, for for picks, right? I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Um, but, you know, Bones Highland, what he brings to the Clippers, just another guard that's going to get buckets, right? This guy's going to make some good passes. He's going to make some bad passes, right? He takes a lot of risks. Really streetballish player. I love Bones Highland. Uh, still very young, makes a ton of mistakes. Head-scratching plays sometimes that drive the coach nuts. But Bones Highland is a certified bucket, okay? This guy is not afraid to take shots, no matter what the situation is. You guys know, if you've heard the, the prior episodes, I love Bones Highland. I, I actually talked about him when I was breaking down the Denver Nuggets before the season started. Um, you know, so let's move on here. Again, I'm not going to read every single pick, but I am reading the ones I find interesting. Uh, Three-team trade between the Warriors, Pistons, and Hawks. This one is the Hawks get Sadiq Bey. The Pistons get James Wiseman. The Warriors end up with five second round picks and Kevin Knox, right? Which later on becomes something else, right? So um, that was interesting. Uh, you know, Warriors, obviously, uh, you know, they get those picks and Kevin Knox. That gets included in a later trade, which I'll talk about. In fact, just to keep the order, uh, why don't I just do that? So I'm not seeing the the later trade um, for some reason. I'm not seeing it here, but I do know that the Warriors actually use the picks to trade for for Gary Payton II. So Gary Payton II's back on the Warriors. Uh, so they made that trade for him. So it's very interesting. You know, I had an argument in the not an argument, but like a debate in the comments. I like to do that sometimes just for fun. Um, and people were like, "Oh man, this is a W move." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a W move in terms of the rotation." You know, you get GP back, a uh, good defensive guard that the, that the Warriors desperately need. But but again, you know, you 
you you you let him go, right? And then now you have to pay for him with picks, right? And you got to trade some assets to get him. And then it's like, you know, and then and then the guy replied back and he was like, yeah, this is what the guy said. So he said they got the picks from trading James Wiseman. So it was essentially him for Gary Payton, which is definitely a W. And I replied, well, you're also forgetting that you're, you're, you're saying James Wiseman got you Gary Payton the second, which by the way, you already had a year ago. And not only that, but people forget that James Wiseman was the second overall pick in the draft. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm not saying that he's a bust because it's too early, uh, but I'm just saying, you know, they also wasted their second overall pick on a player they just threw in in some trade right to get another role player on this team so at the same time it's like yes it's a w move getting gp but it is an l move in terms of you know looking at the big picture right like if they win a championship this year that's the big picture right and then i'm just you know i'm just wrong in all this right because they had to do what they did to get him back um but in the really like like looking from the outside looking in at this whole thing it's like yeah you used your second pick to get wiseman and then you end up having to trade uh wiseman off for some picks and then you use those picks to get gary payton the second um, you know, it's just, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that sounds like a W move to people, especially when you have to give things up to reset a mistake you made, whatever. I got too tied up in that, but then I'm looking at this one, right? Clippers get Gordon in a three team trade, right? So Houston Rockets get Danny green, who, you know, uh, obviously a vet three point shooter defender. I don't know if he's available yet. Um, I'm not sure if he's playing right now. I actually haven't been paying attention to Danny green, but, uh, the Clippers get Eric Gordon. Finally, Eric Gordon gets traded, right? I have felt so bad for that guy veteran, just wasting his time there on an awful Houston Rockets team. Uh, the Clippers also get three second round picks. They get the rights to pick swap with the Clippers, which, you know, who knows what the pick swap will be. Um, you know, probably won't be good because the Clippers are decent enough. Uh, and then the Grizzlies get Luke Kennard. So a little depth, right? At guard, uh, you know, just another shooter, right? Because they definitely need shot making and Luke Kennard can do that for the, for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, you know, this trade deadline was massive, right? Um, you know, I'm sorry if I missed on a lot of other things. These are like the main ones that I've seen, you know, actually I'm not seeing, uh, the Lakers Mo Bamba trade on this page. And I'm actually gonna, gonna read that one for you guys. Let me let me actually yeah that, that 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 page was missing a ton so I apologize if I leave out a lot of trades remember guys I am sick I'm trying to move this pot as quickly as I can so um, you know I'm definitely gonna get some rest after this one I'm pretty beat um, just on medicine um, yeah so 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 the Lakers traded Patrick Beverly and a future second rounder right to get Mo Bamba on the team so here's what I say right um, no Thomas Bryant anymore he requested a trade and that's why the Lakers got rid of him but Mo Bamba brings length athleticism defense he can actually shoot I'm not gonna say that he's some knockdown shooter but he can shoot he can also play center you know you can put him at the power forward slot things like that you know he just adds size and length and defense right something that the Lakers can definitely use um, I do like the Bamba addition to the Lakers and, you know, this is a crazy trade deadline. You know, I feel like I breezed through all this. Um, and it's partly because I am sick <clears throat> and my throat kind of hurts. So I'm going to end this quick pod. I just wanted to kind of go through these trades and kind of, you know, just talk about what I think about these trades. Um, I hope that this episode wasn't useless, right, for anyone listening. Um, just wanted to kind of give my thoughts on each one of these. So, yeah, I'll probably dive in 
uh, deeper on, you know, what, what I expect from the Suns, what I expect from these other teams after the trade. Um, but I am going to get some rest, um, much needed rest. Um, and I'll be working on the videos this weekend, but that's going to do it for this episode. This is the All Things Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Vic Lopez, as always, and I'll catch you guys on the next one.